0: open at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. We'll begin reading at verse 38 in just a moment. We brought you a message on an outcast who became a witness in John chapter 4. We brought a message on the woman called in adultery in John chapter 8. We brought a message on Thief on the cross that was in the chamber of death in Luke 23. We brought a message on the quest for souls in John chapter 1, and also in chapter 1, the man who became a rock. And that was last Lord's Day. John chapter 9, we brought you a message on an undeniable testimony of a man born blind and uh, how Jesus opened his eyes. This morning, I want you to look at this passage in Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Here's He heat in the kitchen. <clears throat> heat in the kitchen. Look at it. He says, Now it came to pass, as they went, he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She welcomed him. She had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care if my sister hath left me to serve alone? Notice the words that I emphasize. He left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. This story is very familiar. Two sisters and a brother in this home by the name of Lazarus. And the home is located out at Bethany, And this was the place that Jesus loved to go. He was always welcome, and he could find rest at this home. And uh, there was a place where he could get away from the crowds, and he could relax in this home. Martha and Mary and Lazarus' home. The door was always open for him. Perhaps you have... uh, noticed such a place, perhaps uh, now or in times past, that you were welcome in that home, and you could go there and feel welcome. You ever been to a home where you didn't feel welcome? You were just a little bit on needles and pins. Jesus was loved here, and he was welcome into this home. From all indications, the reading of the accounts of this uh, home at Bethany, uh, Martha seemed to be the one who owned the home or her husband left it to her or something took place it, uh, she seemed to be uh, the one who was in charge of the home <clears throat> the Bible tells us that Jesus loved Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus and in the experience of joy he was present uh, often there with them And in sorrow, he came to their aid and came to their home. He was there. What Jesus did in this home of the three, he can do in our homes today. If we'll open our homes to him and allow him to dwell there. Jesus will be the silent listener in every conversation. Perhaps you've got a little plaque that says this. Jesus would be the silent listener in every conversation. He'll be the unseen guest at every meal. In many homes, that's not true, but it can be true. In times of joy, in times of sorrow, Jesus will minister to our needs. Now, as we look at this passage this morning, I want you to note this passage around three thoughts. Very simple thoughts. This passage gives us one of the great interviews of Jesus. As we look at it, uh, let me make clear uh, the things down in verse 41. Look at it. Thou art careful and troubled about many things, said Lamar. The word that's used here means Mm -hmm. to drag backwards. He said you've been drugged down and hindered and drugged down by little things that you're letting drag you uh, down. You're being very careful about these little things. And uh, this was something of a rebuke, but not, it was a mild rebuke. But he said that Mary had chosen the best part. And as you read the account uh, of this in all the Gospels, it was not the fact that Mary did not help in the kitchen, that she was lazy. That's not the idea here. Perhaps she had already done what she thought should be done in the kitchen. And she was taking time to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to him. This is very important to get the work done in the kitchen, but more important is sitting at the feet of Jesus. Sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening to Him. I've been in some homes where uh, they were very particular about everything, the way it was to go on the table, and so on. And that's all right. Uh, Bobby and I used to go to one home where uh, the lady was so particular about everything being exactly right. You had to use the right fork and all of this. And, you know, and, uh, but, the lady didn't care too much about the things of God. And then I've been in homes where they take a big old bottle of Kimball beans and they set the pot over on the table and the beans, Just <laughs> get the beans out of the pot and eat them right there. And those people care a lot about the things of God. Now our homes are to be open to Christ. And mm-hmm. that's the Emphasis I won't get this, is this one. Now remember that Martha received him in her home. She welcomed crops. She is always welcome to this home. But cooking in that day was a little bit different. Uh, of course, they cooked uh, in what they called uh, the kitchen, but it was all from the house. I went home with a friend uh, one time out here at Roxburgh, near Roxburgh, And uh, we went into the house, and we were seated, and then uh, we were called out to the kitchen. Well, I thought we was going into another room. We went out of the house and over to another little building, kind of like a building sitting out here, and that was the kitchen. They used to build them off from the house so they wouldn't catch fire houses wouldn't catch fire that's the way this one was doing in Martha's day the way she cooked she'd take little thorn bushes and they broke them up in the east and also camels dung, and this is what they cooked with they put it under the pot and cook it like that and it was on the outside on the outside Three thoughts. Number one, the sisters in the home. In this passage, Lazarus did not come into view, but Martha and Mary does. Lazarus comes into view in other places. Here's the two sisters in this home, as they're pictured for us. Sisters by flesh and blood. It becomes uh, very uh, obvious here that these two sisters are quite different in their temperament and in their personalities. And God likes uh, variety. that's why that He's put different people into the church. Suppose that everybody were alike, wouldn't that be something? But everybody's different. and the Lord likes variety and he has a place for all in His church and they're put in for a purpose. I'm glad we're different. I'm glad we're all different. You're not like me, and I'm not like you, and each has a place in the house of the Lord. Now look at verse 38. Came to pass, as they went, he entered into a certain village, that is Bethany, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Martha's way of expressing her love for Christ was exactly this, as she's pictured in the Bible. It was the work she was doing for him. It was the expression of getting things ready and preparing the table and, and being sure that everything was all right when Christ came, that there'd be food enough and all of this. And so, as you look at this woman, she's willing to open her home willing to invite Christ in, and willing to work to get things ready in the kitchen. She was very busy. She came and received him into the hall, and then went back to do the work. Various details had to be taken care of in the kitchen. The baking and the boiling and the cooking. And it wasn't microwave-type cooking in that day. A little bit different. Here is Martha's personality. <clears throat> she said, I will show my love for Christ by doing this for him. I will show my love by doing this. There's folks in the church that show their love for him by doing things in the background. They just want to do things like that. They want to do things for God, And they do them in the background without... Uh, So much fuss about it. Martha is among those who give themselves to the round of activities of things that are done for the Lord. She was dependable. She could get things done. That was Martha, as she's pictured in the Scriptures. And we thank the Lord for the Martha's in the church. We thank the Lord for the Martha's. Verse 39. She had a sister, though, and here's the other sister, Mary. Mary was entirely different. Now, she didn't shun the work in the kitchen, but she longed to be at the feet of Christ in worship. She didn't uh, neglect the things that need to be done in the house, but she's found sitting at the feet of Jesus every time you find her in the Scriptures. She knew that worship and Holy Communion, prayer worship, was important. She knew this was important. Mary wanted to get as close to Christ as she could get. She wanted to get as close to be a learner and to be a worshiper of oh, the Lord. I believe, as I noticed this woman, Mary, that she somewhere along the line had come to believe who Jesus was and why he came. She had an insight on this, of who he was and what he had come to do. For instance, at verse 39 here, she's waiting at the feet of a prophet who can teach her in hope that she can get the word of the Lord into her heart. Then I see her in John chapter 11, where she's weeping at the feet of a priest, of Christ who appears, and this time he appears as the priest to receive his sympathy. Why weepest thou? Why weepest thou? And then worshiping at the feet of the king to anoint him for his burial. Turn over to John chapter 12. John chapter 12. Verse 1. Then then Jesus six days before the Passover came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served. Well, that's what she was best at, sir. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him then took Mary a pound of ornament of spider very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus. This this woman uh, is anointing him for his birth. She has an insight on who he is and uh, why he came. She anointed his feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ornament. Now this is very precious. This was what uh, they usually saved for the time of burial. And she takes this precious ornament, which cost her a lot of money. And she washes, <clears throat> uh, anoints the feet of Jesus, and wipes his feet with her hair. Mary was worshiping at the feet of this king. So every time you see her, Mary in the Bible, she's sitting at the feet of Jesus. She's doing something at the feet of Jesus. Mary had come to understand how you get to know Jesus. You get to know him the secret of increasing knowledge with him. Sitting at his feet and listening to his word. Let me tell you something. The way you're going to become uh, to know him better and to grow in the Lord is to listen to his word and to study his word and get it in your heart and believe it in your heart and to know him who he is. I would encourage you this morning to read the written Word so that the living Word can become real in you. The the living Word, Jesus Christ, can become uh, real in your heart. If you want to know more about Him, then get into the Word and read it. And the more you love Him... The more you read this word, the more you love it. The more you read about it. The more you know about this woman Mary and Martha, the more you see uh, their lives. What was taking place in their lives. Turn over to Philippians 3 and verse 10. Philippians 3 and verse 10. Apostle Paul, after being saved for a long many years, said these words. That I may know him, verse 10, and the power of his resurrection. Not that he wasn't saved, he'd been saved all those years. But he said that I may know him, might know him better. And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Here he's saying that I might know him better. Do you long to know him better? To know <clears throat> things about him that are in the book? Well, the way to be a strong Christian and to be able to give it out to others is to get into this book and to study it for yourself. Now, it's good to listen to sermons And it's good to quote scripture. It's good to memorize scripture. But let me urge urge you to read it all the way through. You boys and girls, read the Bible all the way through. And you'll come across the characters that we'll study in these uh, Sunday mornings. So here's the sisters in the home. Second thought is this. Here's the scene in the home. In verse 40, we come to a scene that took place in the home. But Martha, <clears throat> chapter 10 now, Luke. But Martha was comforted about with much service, <coughs> and came to him, came to Christ, and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister has left me alone? Uh, to serve alone. She called him Lord and then turned around and told him what to do. (laughs) She called him Lord and then tried to tell him what to do. Here's a scene that took place in the home. Can you picture this? First of all, the word fretting. She was fretting a little bit, cumbered about. That means to fret. She was coming about with much serving. She was attracted by her serving and uh, many times a, a good meal can be learned by this time. It can, you know, if that takes place. The Greek word carries the idea of being dragged about and they didn't have air conditioned kitchens or microwave ovens, there's a little fire in the kitchen. <clears throat> And it was fire in her heart, too. Because she was saying, why, Mary, don't help me. And she came to the Lord and complained. She was complaining. And she made a scene about it before the guests, before him. And she made everything uncomfortable for others. <clears throat> Picture here uh This woman busily working for the Lord but not taking time to be with him. She was busy at work for him, but not taking time with the Lord. Fretful, irritated, (coughs) aggravated, and the Lord present in the home. Can you picture that? Serving Jesus ought to be joy and the thrill. Don't you think that Jesus would have commended her if she had just left off all of it, being dragged away from the things that we He said to a group one day, they gone off in the city to buy feet and left him by the well, and they came back they had it in the back of their mind. He must be hungry. Don't you want some meat or something to eat? That was the and he said, I have meat to eat, but you may not. He's been speaking to the woman of the Lord. Talking to her about the spiritual things. You see, Jesus is putting the emphasis now on the most important thing. That is food for the soul. Food for the soul. And so, uh, Mary needs to learn. Uh, Martha needs to learn this. She needs to learn a lesson from Mary, that's pictured here, her sister. Martha was not only fretting, but she was resenting, resenting what took place. Resentment boiled up in her heart in verse 40. She resented this, that she was sitting at the feet of Jesus, and uh, here she is resenting. Then, not only was she fretting and uh, resenting, third thing, she was dictating. She said, Lord, Tell her to help me. Tell her to help me out. She called Jesus Lord and then proceeded to tell him what to do. Many of us do that sometimes. We tell Jesus how to solve our problems. And of course, we know better. We know that he alone can solve the problems. So that brings us to the third point. Not only sisters in the home and the scene in the home but the solution, solution. Jesus is going to give the solution. Look at verse 41, 42. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha. There's a few places in the scriptures where double names are used. This is one of them. Martha, Martha. He's, he's going to get her attention now. Gonna get her attention. You know how you do your you children, and you want them to come in or something, and you you want them to uh, come right away. And you call the first name, and they don't move. Aha, uh-huh, i you know. And then after a while, you call the fool, and the tone of your voice a little bit, and they know to move then. Well, Jesus is saying something like that. Martha, Martha, he's going to solve this problem. He's going to do it tenderly and with kindness. As he spoke those words, Martha, Martha. Some men said that he wouldn't mind marrying Martha, before dinner and Mary after dinner, you see. Jesus calmed her anxiety. She was all excited about the lunch. And she's very careful. And she had anxious care. Jesus said, uh, spoke a word that would calm her, calm her. Do you know Jesus knows how to speak words that will calm your soul? Perhaps you've come to this building this morning... And you need a word from God to calm your soul. Jesus can speak those words to do that. And then he's going to solve her problem not only by calming her anxiety, but correcting her activity. He said, Mary had chosen a good part. The good part. A good part. Our activity is only a a ministry flowing from Him. And our relationship to Him is the good part, the good part. We're bound, and we're bound to Him in this thing of of the good part. Turn over to John chapter 15, verse 5. John 15 and verse 5. He said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, we can do nothing. We must abide in him. Did the solution work? It certainly did. I read it to you out of John chapter 12. In the home at Bethany, well, there was Jesus. And she was serving four people. John 12, she was serving seventeen people. To read that, you'll see. There was disciples and others. There were seventeen and on that occasion, says that Martha served, but she didn't complain. She just served. She didn't uh, say, well, so-and-so did that." she have learned her lesson by the time you get to John 7.12. She did what she could do best, but she did it with joy in her heart for the Lord. Martha served. Jesus had taught her a lesson on how to serve him. It says, There they made him a supper and Martha served. She had learned the secret of being close to him and the fellowship with him. May God help us to learn that lesson. To learn that lesson. Here's something else, Martha said. And I'll leave that with you in the messages through. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. It was when her brother had died. Jesus now approaching the home. And can you, can you picture this? Martha, when she heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. I'm looking at verse 20. But Mary sat still in the house. Martha's going to do the talking now. Then Martha said unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother hath not died. He wouldn't have died if you'd have been here. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. She said, I I believe in the resurrection. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. You're looking at the resurrection now. And the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord. Now watch it. I believe that thou art to Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Now, verse 28. Notice what she says to her sister. And I close with this. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister, secretly saying, The Master is coming. And call it for Thee. The Master is come and calleth for Thee. Could it be that He's calling for you this morning? The Master is come and calleth for Thee. My Martha had uh, come a long ways in her Christian experience. She had got away from a lot of things and learned a lot of lessons. And now she was giving the greatest lesson of all, she was saying to her sister, The Master's out here, and he's calling you. He's calling you. The master.